Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry systemically designed for you to fail. Join us as we dive into the real-life stories of survivors, experts, and advocates to debunk the common myths and fallacies of cults, scams, and multi-level marketing. housekeeping. I hope everybody had an amazing week. My week um, has been, (laughs) I don't know if you've been following me on social media, then you know how my week has been. But this was the week that I got to meet Leah and Mike and we recorded Fair Game. Um, I'm so excited. It was the most amazing experience of my entire life. I was a blubbering mess. It was incredible. Um, a huge shout out to Leah and Mike for being so incredible and having me on the show. Um, I, I cannot wait for you guys to hear it when it comes out. I obviously will let everybody know on social media. Again, make sure you're following me there. And if you want to see some of the behind the scenes and the pictures and the stories, um, check out TikTok. I did a couple videos about the experience um, and I posted some of the highlights on Instagram. So if you're interested to see that stuff, then please, by all means, go check that out. And then this morning, I was surprised uh, early in the morning by the doorbell ringing, and I was uh, hand-delivered a bouquet of two dozen beautiful, vibrant, like magenta pink roses. Again, those pictures are on social media as well, with the card that reads, To our warrior, Roberta, thank you for all you have done and will continue to do. Love, Leah and Mike. Um what is this real life? Incredible. You guys, it is just 2022 is insane already. I am so excited. We are, you know, just, just chugging along. We're just keeping it up. We are just, I I don't even know. I'm I'm speechless for once. Is that even possible? I didn't even know it was. Um, and then the other thing was we also, um, our episode of was I in a cult with Liz and Tyler came out the day before I filmed Fair Game. And so hello to all of our new listeners. Liz sent me a text today saying that all kinds of um, the listeners had been telling her that they're checking out Life After MLM. And so I just wanted to say hello and welcome. It's so great to have you. I hope you enjoy and you learn stuff. Um, And if you haven't checked out that episode of Was I in a Cult, definitely check it out because Liz and Tyler are fantastic, and I did another little behind the scenes on TikTok and Instagram about how that came to be and how actually that led to me meeting Mike and Leah. So full circle moment for me, absolutely incredible. We are changing the game in the cult space. We are educating people about commercial cults. We are, you know, we're not stopping. We're just keeping it up. This episode is a little spicy. I'm going to let you know there is an explicit warning on it, Uh, but we're going to meet Angie and she was with Pampered Chef and she has a lot to say. And um, well, here's Angie. Welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. Today we have Angie Rowland and we're going to talk about an MLM that we haven't talked about yet. I'm really excited. Welcome to the show, Angie. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to have you. Um, We're going to be talking about Pampered Chef which is an MLM. Uh, We get a lot of comments on TikTok and Instagram 
because people are like, well, you never talk about Pampered Chef. Is that an MLM? And um, yes, it is. And we're going to talk all about it today. And I cannot wait to learn all about Pampered Chef. Pretty much all I know about Pampered Chef is what I experienced in the 90s. My mom had some. It's like the stoneware, the bakeware. Um, I always thought it was so fancy and so expensive and oh my gosh, so amazing. Um, and then now I know that it's an MLM and I don't feel that way anymore. Um, so I'm excited to learn all kinds of stuff that I didn't know. Let's start by just talking about where you were and what Pampered Chef looked like when it approached you and why you decided to join. So it was, I was actually approached by my husband's aunt. So like it was family. So, you know, it seems safe. It's no big deal. My mom had gone to Pampered Chef parties all, you know, when I was younger and she loved this stuff and she still had it. And when I actually had, was going through my emails and looking just for dates and information and stuff for the podcast, I came across an email that my mom sent me. I think it was like 2006 telling me, oh, you should look into doing Pampered Chef. I think you would be good at it because she had just gone to a party. And I think I just like breezed past at that time because I actually had a job in 2006. So I didn't, I didn't have a purpose for it. So 2016 comes around and my husband's aunt gets a hold of me and I was five years in recovery, five years, five or six years in recovery at that time. I'm not anymore, obviously. <laughs> Otherwise I would know the exact date. Um, I'm also a people pleaser. So saying no is really like it's foreign to me. It's uncomfortable. I don't want to make someone else feel bad by me saying no. So I'm kind of a perfect target. So she started doing her pampered chef thing and asked me if I wanted to have a party. I was like, sure. I'd love to earn some free stuff. Pampered chef has great stuff. Let's, why not? Party was a raging success. You know, I got a a good amount of free stuff. And then she hits me with, or you can do the kit credit. Oh, well, what's that? Well, then she explains it. And it's like this magical thing that you can take so much money off of your kit because you've earned so much free stuff. Your party was so great that you can get a discount on your kit. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So they really, like, they make it really worth it. You know, like, I don't think I've ever heard that in an MLM before, like you having a successful party as a host. And then instead of you just getting all the free stuff you were promised, they're like, wait a second, there's a secondary option. And we can actually really hook you up with an even fatter discount on your kit if you join based on your sales at this party and it's not the price of the full kit it's just a portion of the kit so you're still you still have to pay for some of your i don't of course there's still pay to play even with a good discount yeah yeah so you know i did that one thing that his aunt failed to mention to me though is i was still able to get the free product and the discounted stuff i didn't know that well as the consultant she then took that stuff because if your host doesn't take their, their rewards at the party, you as the consultant can claim them for yourself. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's like and even another benefit for the rep to mm-hmm. convince you to join because they get all your freebies. But <gasps> they don't tell you that. No consultant will tell you this. No consultant has ever said this to me. No upline has ever told me that you could do this. I found this out on my own. And then when I came to her, like after I had been doing it for a while, I'm like, so the kit credit and the, the products, the 50% and the free stuff, did you get, did you take that? And she was like, yep. I was like, well, son of a bitch. All well, right. At least fine. she admitted okay. it. Oh my yeah. God. I mean, she was, I had also been to her office. So she has a, a, like a very successful accounting business. Like she's a CPA. She also does boy set wines. So she's, she has her fingers in a lot of different, she's trying to set herself up for retirement. I don't, 
She's a CPA. Yes. Right, right. You should be anybody to look at the numbers of what's coming in and out for anything like it would be a CPA. So she's either ridiculously successful. So those numbers are like, yep, see, I'm successful. Because if she wasn't successful, she would see that. The amount of stock she has in her office, she could at the when I was last time I went to her office was a few years ago because of COVID and everything. She could open her own store very easily. She is able to. Yeah, no, she has product on product on product. It is in, she has whole offices dedicated to Pampered Chef product. It's insane. She told, it's total front loading and it's, it's padding the numbers because, well, I'm getting totally ahead of myself. So I join, she gets the kit credit. I do outrageously successful because I have a warm market. I have all these, these untapped customers who haven't seen Pampered Chef in years. Aunts, my mom, my grandmother all these different people. And I'm on Facebook. I'm not doing this in person. I'm doing it all virtually because my family's in Indiana and I live in California. Well, Pampered Chef has like fast track rewards where in 30 days, 90 days, whatever you earn free product. And then you get to cash rewards and all this other kind of stuff. I'm not great with remembering all this stuff. I have a terrible memory. Part of it is the drugs, but anyways. um, (laughs) um, So I do outrageously successful in the beginning then all of a sudden it goes cold because everyone is tapped out. I'm also not really comfortable being a salesperson because that's not what I do. I'm a legal secretary by trade. And then I was a drug addict and then I'm a stay at home mom. So like none of those things, they sale person at all. So I have to like sell this product to people and it's so uncomfortable. They're telling you to talk to the cashiers at the grocery store, the people at the meat counter, men, cold message, all these people. I just, I couldn't do it. I just, it was so hard for me to do it. So how long were you with Pampered Chef from the day you joined until when you left? So the first time I joined was September, 2016. Um, And then it was through 2019. So it was about three years I stuck with it. And then I fell off for a while because I just, I wasn't doing it. And I let myself go inactive. And then I rejoined again in March of 2020. Right before the pandemic, it had not, it wasn't actually pandemic related, which was totally coincidental, but it just worked out that way. I just didn't have a steam behind it because in the time that of stopping doing Pampered Chef in 2019, I had started my own legitimate real business, um, doing cups and tumblers and shirts and all this kind of, you know, different stuff. So I was busy doing that and I was more preoccupied and focusing and putting my time on that. And I wasn't going to spend 12 hours a day doing Pampered Chef like I had to before. Because the thing with doing it virtually the way I was doing it, I would actually host demos in my kitchen and do a couple of recipes. So I'm going out and buying the food. But then I also have to make sure I have the product to use to do the demos on the hope someone is going to see it, like it, and want to buy it. I was also hosting my parties that way. I wasn't doing it the way other people. I don't know if you've been to a virtual Pampered Chef party. I'm sure some listeners have where they would just bombard you with posts for a week of pictures and games and prizes and this and that and the other. And the prizes are what the incentives to get you coming back. And that was actually one way my husband's aunt kind of tricked me during my parties was she had all these different gifts and stuff that she gave out. And I was like, well, that's so cool. When I joined, I was like, so where do we get the gifts to give to people? She goes, oh, you pay for those. (sighs) What? Okay, well, if it's fine if it's five dollars, but if you're doing five or five games in a thing, it's like you're spending thirty bucks. Well, shit. Okay, 
Well, what about the website? Oh, you have to pay for that every month. You either pay $10 a month or you pay $66 for six months or 120 for 12. Okay, fine. So you're paying for, and what about my catalog? Oh, 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 yeah. You have to pay for your catalogs on top of it. Oh, yeah, about, yeah, about that. Okay, all right. So people are asking for catalogs. You have to mail them. Who's paying for the postage? Oh, that's, that would be me. Okay. What is the average cost to you to run one of these week-long Pampered Chef parties where you're doing all these giveaways, you're having all these events, and you're doing these live demos? Like, what would your cost be on average? Um, so you have to pay for the groceries. So I'd go to the store. It'd be a hundred bucks easy because you have to buy all the different items because a lot of these recipes, they have recipe specific items and it's like okay so you have to do that sometimes you've earned the product and when I say earn the product you're paying for it in your taxes and that's one thing that when people talk about pampered stress they're like oh I earned this free product like in my first 90 days or 30 days I earned the free deep dish pie plate I was so excited because I wanted that thing so bad I got it my taxes come there's a little extra in there that's like miscellaneous earnings if you've earned free catalogs, that's on there. If you've earned free product, free tote bags, free aprons, anything, you're paying for it. Nothing is free. Even if you earn, quote unquote, earn a trip, right. that's you're on your taxes too. Right. And you're paying more than you would pay if you were just one of the on the trip on your own. Absolutely. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, look, you're having to buy all of this product, front load to hit these numbers to you got to do it for like a set amount of time usually it's right. like within three to six months so you're just like powerhousing to get this quote-unquote free trip that you're then having to spend money to even go on you got to buy new clothes for your vacation you got to buy the travel stuff oh my god I need a new suitcase because I'm gonna be with all my friends and like I want to be cute like I know this because I did it too mm-hmm. you buy all this stuff for this free trip it's not free you add excursions and drink packages and dinners and all kinds of stuff that's not included most of the time airfare airfare travel to wherever you're going after you land in the airplane in a place you don't live that you have no transportation at it's not free you're paying for it on your taxes yeah it's like winning a car on the price is right i had a friend who i went to high school with who won a car on the price is right when she was like 19 20 on and she couldn't afford to pay the taxes. So she had to sell the car to pay the taxes and then bought a used car with what she had left. It's right. not free. You can also, though, on these um, incentive trips, take a cash payout. It's never what the trip is actually worth, but you can take a cash payout. It's like, I think, 500 bucks. Like, like I have a friend that is currently in Pampered Chef, and I wish, I wish she could find something that she could do and dedicate as much as she's doing in Pampered Chef because, I mean, last month she earned $2,000 in commission and that's 20, like, I think she's at like 25%, something like that. So imagine like if you didn't have to give someone else that other 75%, I love her to death, but she actually earned the trip and she's going to Cancun, but the cash payout for the trip is like 500 bucks. It's like something very small and nominal compared to what the trip is actually worth. It is so much more to earn it than to just be like, you know what? I'm taking next week off and I'm going on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. With your loss of pay from work and the cost of the vacation, you would still be 
saving money on a trip as, as opposed to earning it through one of these companies. And wow. that's the, the compensation plan with Pampered Chef. You earn between 20 and 31%, but it resets every month. And it is based on your um, career. I use the term career very loosely. It's based on your career sales. And it's also based on your monthly volume. So both of these things have to factor in for you to actually earn money. You're saying it's based on career sales. When you left and rejoined, did you lose all of your career or did they grandfather it back into you? When you go inactive. So if you stay with the company and go inactive, so you don't have any sales for three months, you lose your career sales. Oh, so you just have to be inactive for three months. Not even. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. lose all of your credits, career, everything that you've earned if you are inactive. But you're still a consultant. Months. You're still considered a consultant after three months of inactivity, but it's like six months of inactivity is when they drop you. So if you, something, say, tragedy, COVID befalls your family and you can't work for three months, you lose all your career sales, but you're still, you're still a consultant. So you can come back and start all over from the bottom. Wow. At least that was my understanding. They didn't, I didn't, when I rejoined in 2020, I didn't get any of my sales back. I, I started from zero. Wow. But I actually yeah. went to a different upline because I, it wasn't my husband's aunt that I didn't like. It was her upline that I didn't like. She was, she was one of these hun bots. She was conniving. She was sneaky. She would say what she needed to say. Um, but she was a dietitian. She was a licensed, registered. I don't know. She went to school and she was a dietitian. So it was very, very confusing. She would hold team meetings and give out free stuff. And some of the stuff she would give us was stuff that you could get for free from Pampered Chef. Back in the day when you, as a consultant, placed an order, you could add plastic bags. So if you had a party where they delivered the stuff to your house, you could then put the customer stuff in a bag and deliver to them, make it look all nice and pretty. She gave me bags and I put them in my car got them out somewhere I opened them there were maggots in them what warming around maggots in these bags I swear on everything I love I would not ever make this up I have no reason to there were maggots in these bags I mean I that I mean I think that rivals or might be comparable to dead fart leggings (laughs) to to try to give a customer maggot-filled bags I mean and give them to me as a consultant and want me to hand these out to people. And I don't think she realized there were maggots in them. I mean, this right here is reason why I have a really hard time, like eating at potlucks where I don't know everybody. Mm-hmm. Like if she's willing to give you a bag filled with maggots, like, oh God, what, like, what yeah. is wrong with people? Right. You can't check yeah. your plastic bag for maggots before you give them to people. What is going on? But what are you doing and where are you storing your bags that there are maggots in them? Maggots. It was bad. It was bad. Oh yeah. my God. But it was, she, it was one of those like love bombing when I was struggling with my business and, you know, just expressing that I wanted to do this. And she gave me access to her contacts on her Pampered Chef consultant corner. You're not, that's like, where all your parties are, where all your customer information, all the context where everything is. You shouldn't be disseminating that information to anybody for legal purposes alone. I mean, as a legal secretary, but she gave me her login and told me I could look up certain zip codes for past customers and then cold call them and say, hey, I'm touching back in for so-and-so and wanted to just see where you're at with Pampered Chef. You want to host a party, you want to update any of your stuff. Okay, so she gave you her logging information 
mm-hmm. and said, go hit up my inactive customers. Maybe you can convince them to be active again and become your customers. Yep. I gave me a certain zip code to look at because zip code that was near me. We live about a hundred miles away from each other. A zip code that was near me and go ahead and look them up and, you know, just, just reach out to them. Oh my God. That's a breach of confidentiality right there. Not one of them called me back. Not a single one. And I'm probably made 125 phone calls, a hundred, no less than 125 calls. And then she would post in the team page that she was doing a party. That was 20 minutes from my house. So if you just gave me this customer list for my area, how, like, why wouldn't you like, if you're willing to give me your login information, not that I want anyone to give me handouts, you know, asking for help is like, come to this party. And I, you know, like there's ways to help without doing the work for the person. And that's not what I was asking for. I know that's kind of what it sounds like in this when I, when I'm, what I'm about to say, but if you're really willing to help me and you have a party that's 20 minutes from my house and you gave me access to your consultant's corner, why wouldn't you then hit me up and be like, Hey, I have this customer who wants to have a party. Why don't you take this one? Because she doesn't really want to help you. Exactly. She just wants to keep you on the hook. She wants to make it look like she's helping you by giving you 150 plus people that are near you that are not at all interested in Pampered Chef at all. Right. But for real, like if she actually cared and she actually wanted to help you, then Mm -hmm. she would have included that 20 minute away zip code contact as well. But she didn't because that person is actively buying from her. She only wanted it to appear as if she was helping you by giving you a bunch mm-hmm. of people who are completely uninterested and keeping you busy and on task. Mm-hmm. Because if you're busy and on task, you don't have time to ask questions or think, really. Right. Because, you know, this part-time work for full-time pay, I was working 12, 14 hours a day easily. And I was having to work during dinner time. At, you know, in 2016, my son was five and my daughter was three. So I had littles at the time. And my husband works full-time. He works, I stay at home. So when he comes home from work, that's supposed to be our time together. But I have to ask him to watch the kids so that I can do this demo for a pamper chef party so that I can try to earn 20% of what someone might buy. And in a and- legitimate hustle, that is a compromise that partners make. Hey, look, I've got this thing going on. I need two hours today. Thank you. That's a legit thing. But MLMs are not legit. They're not right. side I, hustles. They're cold. With my tumblers, with my, with my tumblers and shirts, my husband will come and help me set up at a vendor event so that I can sell them to people. But when I sell my cup to someone, I don't then have to turn around and give someone else eighty percent of what I just sold them. I paid for my vendor booth, and all this money is mine. My commission, and this is like no, that that's not what it is. Right, and you're not also convincing that customer that they should also make and sell tumblers at that fair in the booth next to you. <laughs> exactly what I don't want them to do. You know, I don't want someone to. I don't. Not to sound. I, if someone wants to make tumblers, I'll go for it. But I'm not going to like tell my best friend who buys tumblers from me every month. You know, you should consider making these because you're really good at buying them. No, that doesn't make. You're really good at spending money, so you should sell this. No, well, I'm really good at talking shit. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean I should be anything other than a shit talker. <laughs> like that's that's what it comes down to. And it, it just doesn't make sense. It really didn't make sense. So, and it's like when people want to do these, well, when they talk about they're starting them now, hey, if you want to make 20% and give someone else the other 80, I'll take the other 80. 
Like we could work something out where you give me 80% of your paycheck if that's what you want to do, because that's, that's what we're doing. And that's ultimately what it came down to for me. It wasn't any moral decision, any like, you know, MLMs are bad because they are. But at the time I didn't think Pink Pepper and Chef was quote unquote that bad because they're pretty innocuous. They're safe. They have really good products. I can't lie. I still use all my, oh, almost all of it. Some of the stuff that I bought, I don't know why I bought it and I'm trying to sell it and I, I can't. So I'm just going to get rid of it. But. And that's an amazing um, point, Angie. MLMs, it's not about the product. It's not about no. the people. It's not about the trips. It's not about any of it. It's about the business model, right? And right. if the business model is in a multi-level marketing structure, it's an MLM. I don't care if you call it transformational marketing or direct sales or network sales or any of the other bullshit names. It's all the same. If it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. Right. And it's an MLM. They're all MLMs. I, I literally deal with this all the time. I was posting today about this. A friend of mine who's been on the show made an anti-MLM post finally and came out on her public page and, and shared and she had all kinds of her friends that were like, I'm so sorry this happened to you. That's why I'm so happy to be with my company because they're just so much different. And I was like, comment, uh, no, they are not different. They are exactly the same. Sorry. Like, I, I was not. just like, that's not, that's the thing, right? Like, that's what we really need to educate this year. It's not about the product. Sure. Pampered Chef probably has great products. LuLaRoe probably has some cute stuff. Like, you're going to find good stuff. In these MLMs, that's the that that's that's part of it. If you were just literally selling, I mean, look, Boo was selling bags of shit dirt, and people were still buying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's a cult. It yeah. doesn't matter. We're seeing it out with paparazzi and literally showing results from I, the crack the crown. I watched and, the results, and right? then people are, are coming out and literally saying, like, oh, I'll send you a bag of ours. Like, making a joke out of it. Yes, it is this disgusting. Isn't a joke. Yeah. I've seen Luckily, so Pamper many says, former you know, paparazzi all- reps that are like, they altered those, and then they put a watermark over it so we couldn't alter it back. These are altered. I was like, are you insane right now? Like, your cognitive dissonance is vibrating through your body. You right. literally can see these actual results from an actual lab, a, a very reputable, very reputable. Those test results, anything. those tests were expensive. I'd ask Tracy, yeah. they were a lot of money. This is not like bullshit. This is real. This is absolutely real. These test results are concerning. They, they are do within me for the money. They, they pay for that out of their pocket. They didn't ask, they didn't do any crowdfunding to get the money. They, yeah. they invested this to prove to people that this is garbage. Worse than like you can't even throw it in the garbage. It's worse than garbage. Yes. And, and well, I will say that legally, which come on, we all know yeah, there's legal and ethical, sense. but legally the lead and nickel are under the law and the standards. Okay, cool. But it's still in there. What about the other ones? <laughs> it's still in there. And any lead is bad. Any. Even in the tiniest amounts, it's still bad, especially for children. Um, but the cadmium, the antimony, and the arsenic, and the mercury, those are dangerous. Right. Unbelievably dangerous. But we're still seeing it. We still see the cognitive dissonance, right? 
but our MLM is different. Our stuff is better. People saying, I don't care that it has that. I'm going to sell it anyway. Right. Because it makes them money. Insane. Tracy came out the other day and said, I have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of paparazzi. I will not be selling this. I am taking the hit. And that's literally what everybody should be doing. Um, But they won't. And really contacting the EPA and figuring out what to do with the thousands and thousands of pieces of toxic metals that these people have in their home. It's insane. Right. I mean, we totally went on a tangent, but yeah. <laughs> that goes to show it's not about the product, it's whether not. it's good or bad. It's a cult and it's manipulative. Yeah. They give you the copy paste language. I was in, they were, they were first called the minivan mamas, but there were girls that you could buy script from. So you could cold message people like they gave you verbiage so that you could, I, if I wish I, and you I, I, wish paid I could find for this? it, I did it a couple of times because I was desperate. I also bought the book direct selling for dummies. Well, you're a dummy if you buy that book. I mean, that's the perfect title for that book is direct selling for dummies because dummies do direct selling. I'm sorry. I'm not calling people dumb, but it's dumb. If you do direct selling, I'm sorry. It just is that it's, it just is. It's not your business. And the friend that I was talking about that earned the Cancun trip, she's going through some personal stuff and she's, you know, looking to get an apartment. And we were talking, she's like, but I'm screwed because I have, I don't have a job. She's the one that said this and she's a director. So, you know, she, she has rank, she's done this. And she's like, well, I don't have a legitimate job. Well, that makes what you just said even worse. (laughs) And I was the one saying this. I just said, oh yeah, most apartment complexes won't, they don't take MLM or direct selling income as like, they don't count it as reliable. They don't, you know, it's not dependable. I Absolutely. Don't know it's not reliable or dependable. It's right. It changes. It's not income. <laughs> it's commission. It's not income. It's, it's right. And most places when you work for a commission, you're also getting an hourly wage. You're getting a minimum wage on top of your commission. So you're still making money even when you're not selling stuff. And that's the thing that people get confused about. I saw a thread in a, I think it was a Reddit post where someone was like, but how much is the hourly wage when I don't have a party going? Um, <laughs> a Zero? big fat nothing. Actually, it's probably negative because you're paying for the website for people to look at. You're paying for the food to do this demo. So, I mean... I mean, if you spend $200 to throw a week-long party with all the food, getting any sort of pampered chef stuff that you need that you didn't already have, you know, setting up these giveaways, and then all the hours that you need to make the graphics, set up the post, schedule the post, all of this, right? And the people pampered chef, like, they don't want you to just use the images they provide you and share them on Facebook. They want you to alter them in some way, because if they have whatever number of reps they have, say a third of them are on Facebook. We're all sharing the same image that came from the same place. Facebook's algorithm then flags that as spam. Yep. And we all get put in Facebook jail. So then we're all hammered to make your own images, make these images your own, make them your own. Some of us were really, really good at it. Like I was one of them. I can go on Pinterest and some Facebook groups now and still see some of my images being used to this day. And I will flag them and be like, nope, that's mine. You can't use it. Nope. Just to be an asshole at this point, because like, I don't know. It really is just to be an asshole. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, 
it is a really like there's a few really really good images i'm gonna pat myself on the back but other people wouldn't do that they'd be really really lazy and they would just share your shit so then when you start flagging them they there's so there's so much drama in these facebook groups like behind the scenes it's crazy it's so it's so crazy well you know what let's talk about that let's talk (laughs) about hun culture in Facebook groups. That is an amazing segue. This is something that I've wanted to talk about. I've experienced it. I think every single person listening has experienced it, whether you are in a Facebook group as a seller on a team page, or whether you're in a Facebook group as a buyer in like a VIP page, this toxicity, this hun culture, it runs rampant and it goes completely unchecked. So -hmm. let's talk about that. I I know. It's uh, so competitive. It is really competitive. And I remember when I, when I joined LuLaRoe, I was like almost immediately added to like eight groups. Yeah. And it was just like this inception of every single leader above me in the chain. I had to be in their group as well. Yes. So like, that was wild. Yeah. Bombarding you with like, welcome to the group. We can't wait to see what you, oh, welcome. And then every time you make a sale or do something, they're posting and bragging about you. And like, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. So but then you're also always reaching for that ring because when they do the weekly shout outs and the monthly shout outs, you're reaching for that tag. You always want that hit. You're looking for it because they recognize me. I'm doing something good. I'm doing it right. Look, I'm tagged this week. Absolutely. It is all dopamine manipulation. Mm-hmm. 100%. I never saw it until I was outside of MLM. And I didn't even know I had ADHD until I was outside of MLM. Thanks, Thanks podcast listeners for helping me with that. Uh, I had no idea. And I didn't I know I that I a just, side effect yeah. of ADHD is a dopamine deficiency. Yep. So then looking back on it and being like, holy shit, I was manipulated with my own chemical needs in MLM mm-hmm. to keep moving forward. I mean, I mentioned it in the Vice documentary. I talk about this dopamine addiction and that was before I even knew what I was talking about. Right. That's what TikTok is and Facebook is and Instagram. It's those dopamine hits. It's those momentary, like that instant gratification. We're always looking for that like because we're missing it. We can't produce it on our own. So we're looking for someone else to give it to us. And whether or not they realize it, they're doing it. They see that and they're like, oh, well, watch what I can do to this one. Absolutely. You call somebody a name, like a rock star. And people are like, oh my God. I am a rock star. He sees it in me too. (laughs) And it's this really unhealthy manipulation of your emotions. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that you guys aren't rock stars. You probably are rock stars in your own area, but we're not all rock stars in MLM. And that's the problem here is they're using this indoctrination language to convince us that we're more important and better than we are. And then it makes us feel high and mighty that anybody outside of our organization isn't as good as us and like doesn't understand what we're doing and like is less than. And that's also very problematic. And you feel less than when you're in this and you're doing it and you're not at the same level that people are telling you that you should be at, that someone else is at, that you're. And so then you feel less than because you can't achieve these standards and you're looking at these people like, oh my God, they're doing something so great. I, how can I get there? I don't want to get there. Like looking at it now from the outside, I'm glad I never got there because they're also one thing, you know, no one was mentioned in the podcast, which is all this money, these, these big top, top, top hunbots are making the ones that are pulling in a hundred thousand dollars a month. They're not then teaching them to smartly financially invest that money investments in stocks, 
five two nines for your kids. They're not teaching them any of that. They're telling them put it back in your business because they want their money back. They don't give a shit about you and your future. They're not trying to help you retire your husband because he's gonna, yeah, retire. And then when you quit doing this MLM or when their money dries up and they get shut down, he's gonna have to go back to work because they're not gonna be able to live on nothing. Like it's 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 gonna come full circle. They're all gonna get shut down. You see it happening. People are starting yeah. to wake up and the eyes are rolling more and more every time you see the Facebook posts and invited to, I had one cousin who went invited me and my mom to four parties in December between like Norwex, Pampered Chef, Sensi, and I don't know what, what the other, yeah. And it was just like, oh my, and it was the same cousin, four different parties. You, you get, I mean, I was, I was stuck in that, in that too. I, I host parties for other yes. MLMers because they were going to host parties for me. The party swap. Oh my God. I did a party swap for a LuLaRoe consultant and we had it all set up. She went live first. And then I was supposed to go to live like an hour and a half later. Her live went three hours. So when mine went, there was no one on my live at all. Cause they were all still watching the LuLaRoe live. I ended that live and just cried because I felt like such a failure, such a loser, because she had all these views and all, because it was Lula Row. It was hot at the time, of course. And that's why I did the party swap that way. Cause I knew it was going to be, but it totally backfired on me. And I still kept going after that. And the party swaps were insane. And the other MLMs that you are exposed to, and then you start to experience as a result, like Monat. Yeah. That one, I, I, Everyone started giving out the samples. So different consultants sent me samples. And I love this stuff because it, your hair felt great. It was amazing. I used it on my daughter as well. I was cleaning out, she was four at the time. I was cleaning out her brush every other day because her hair was falling out. And then I started seeing the detox. There's a detox and um, page for Monat where everyone was talking about what was going on. And then I stopped, I didn't use the shampoo one day and I used my regular shampoo my hair felt like straw. It, it was, it was insane. Like the detox my hair had to go through after using that shampoo was insane. And my daughter, yeah, yeah. I called them and cussed them out on a regular basis until I got all of my money back. I wasn't going to wait for a class wow. action lawsuit. I called them and I was like, how dare you? You fucked with my daughter. Now you've messed with the wrong one. I cussed them out on a regular basis, told them what pieces of shit they were, were still selling this stuff. And it was just toxic and poison. And they're still doing it. They're still doing It's like the paparazzi stuff. They know how awful it is. They know it is poison. It's making people's hair fall out, giving them burns on their scalps, causing all sorts of hormonal problems because of there's, oh, what was the, there's something. The red in that clover. Again. Yes. I, that one. Like I still, my blood pressure starts to go up my heart rate. Like when I, yeah, I, I can't, I was so mad at them. The amount of so damage mad. that I've seen in my chair from people that have used money where I look at it and I go, what are you like? What are you, what have you been doing? What are you yeah. doing? Nothing. I'm not doing anything. I was like, are you coloring your own hair in between when I'm coloring? Like what is going on? Are you pouring a pot on your head? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, um, and I'm like, what shampoo are you using? Usually when they're going, I don't know. And I haven't done anything. I said, what shampoo are you using? 
And nine times out of 10, it's Monet. And I go, you need to stop using that immediately. I actually had someone come in for a color appointment and her hair was weird. And I said, what is going on? And she told me, oh, I just started using Monet. I canceled her color appointment then right there. And I said, you're not getting color today. You're getting a chelation treatment. Mm. Same amount of time, two hours. And she sat and we heavy metal detoxed her hair from the Monet. And then she rescheduled for two weeks later. And then we colored her hair. Then I said, I am not putting chemicals on this. I don't know what's going to happen to your hair. You'll melt her hair. I I mean, I've seen horrible things. Yeah. And I'm not mixing chemicals, especially caustic chemicals like lightener on that. It's not going to happen. There's a whole Facebook group dedicated to it. It was victims of hair transformation detox. Yeah. Yeah. That's Vicky's group. Yeah. I was, I was in it for a long, long time, but for a little while, things got a little hairy. So, you know, no pun intended. Um, So I just, I gracefully took an exit because my damages also weren't as bad as some of the other ones. And I got them to give me all my money back because they were not trying to, I I also knew all the right words to say as a legal secretary to get my money back. And I was like, there's no way I'm waiting for the class action lawsuit. I I just want my money. I just told them they were absolute pieces of shit. And I used very, very, very colorful language. I'll, I'll just like, I, my husband has um, gone to AT&T because I had a phone issue one time and he told them like, look, you guys use my phone call, my wife's phone calls to train your customer service agents. I'm going to need you to help me out because I can't go home without a phone. So I, I can get very, I can get mean when I need to. And I got very mean because they mess with my daughter and fuck with my hair, have my hair fall out. I don't care. I can deal with it. But like my daughter, yeah, no, no, we're just not going there. Yeah. I mean, I feel like really being, um, strong and, uh, this is how I feel. This is what I'm going to do. If you don't make this right is sort of the language that you you can't be like, gee, Willikers guys, I think my hair might be falling out. Could I get a refund? Like that's not going to work. You really have to be firm with them. And you tell them like, I know about this lawsuit and you start giving them names of the lawsuits. And then, then they're like, oh, okay, she's not bullshit. Like, she knows what she's talking about. I'm like, there's this group, and, and you start telling them this. And yeah, and mention and mention the lawsuit in Florida, and mention the name yeah. Ashley Moody because that's their Absolutely. AG. They don't like Absolutely. that name, and and they don't they don't want her to know any more about their shenanigans than she already does. And be insistent. I called daily and multiple times a day. I called every three hours until I saw the money in my bank account. I was not going away. I was not going to be quiet. You can't be quiet. That's that's what they that's what they count on. They want everyone to just be like, well, I don't want to deal with it. It's too much hassle to keep dealing with it because it is hassle. And especially someone having like ADD and ADHD, the executive dysfunction, not being able to make phone calls and do different things. Do you know how what a pain in the ass and how hard it is to make phone calls every three hours of someone with ADHD that is untreated, un- unmedicated? Holy shit. Like, I can't make a dentist appointment for myself, but I'm calling and harassing Monat every three hours because I wanted my fucking money back. Wow. So you've had such horrible experiences with MLM, not only just being in them, but using their products and trying to get refunds on things. What was your final straw that made you go, fuck MLM. I'm anti MLM now. I'm never dealing with this shit ever again. I'm working my ass off to make 20% and I'm giving Warren Buffett because Warren Buffett owns part of Paper Chef fucking billionaire why am I giving him 80% of my fucking effort like seriously 
that's that's what it came down to. Why am I giving Warren, Warren Buffett 80% of anything? He has enough money. I'm not giving anybody any percentage of what I'm spending the time making. If I'm gonna have to take your images and I have to alter them and make them my own and I have to pay for the website and I have to do this and I have to do that. Why am I now giving you 80% of what I'm making or the most you can make in Pembroke Chef is 31%. So why am I now gonna give you 69% and it's, you know, because they want you to blow them. That's why it's 69. Because it's a big fucking scheme where it's like, here, just just a little bit. I owe, I'll give you, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really what it is. They're like, here, do me a favor. It's okay. Sometimes it's I not. wonder if it's just a big joke on all of the consultants. When I see weird coincidences like that, like I always see triangle and pyramid imagery on MLM stuff. And I'm like, are they doing this to just like covertly mess with us all the time or what? Yeah, they're, they're trolling everybody. That's what it is. It's like when we watch all these reality TV shows and the production slips little egg, you know, these Easter eggs in, they're totally trolling us. That's all it is. They're absolutely MLM Easter eggs. I think we should start yeah. um, a hashtag MLM Easter egg yeah. and start tagging like anything <laughs> like that. Those those pyramid images need to be hashtag. Like I was taught to ask people and people would say, you know, I don't want to have a party. No, I don't want to have a party. Is that no, not now or no, not ever. Do you know how scummy it feels to ask someone that they are told you're told to ask no, not now or no, not ever. We um, were told that, no is short for not right now. No is a complete sentence. That's what people don't realize. No, that's a complete sentence. I don't have to give you anything after no. No is no. It's not no, not now. It's no, not ever. It's no. And if someone was to ask me that question, if it was a, if it was a not now, you just turned it into a not ever. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something, something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the flow knit high-rise boyfriend jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claims standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com MLM for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. 
Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet, and they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. I mean, I feel like even if it was no right now, and someone asked me, is it no, not now or no, not ever? I'd be like, well, it's no, not ever now. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for respecting my boundaries. And there were also people who would say, oh, no, not now. Just, you know, check back with me later. You would check back with them and they would never get back to you. Like they would ghost you. And it was really uncomfortable when it's the secretary at my kid's pediatrics office, who I still have to see to this day, where it's like, oh, let me get the other cashier. Let me get the other cashier. Oh, let me get the other cashier. Like, and you can tell her energy, she's feeling the same way. Like, oh, I hope I don't get this chick again because she's going to ask me to have a party, even though I haven't been in, you know, for a couple of years. And I didn't talk to her after like four or five phone calls or text messages, you know, after like five attempts, I left her alone. I, I got the hint. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's a great example of like what it's like to be on the giving end of those spammy messages. Like, Huns are just as nervous to send those as you are to receive them. And they don't want right. to get the no that you're going to give them. And I know a lot of people just ignore it. And, you know, I'll do TikToks where I'm like, what do you say when you get one of these messages? And I'll give advice of like what you can say and things that could lead into people asking more questions and helping with, with advocacy and, and, and education. But a lot of people are like, I just ignore them. Yeah. And I know that ignoring it works too. But when you ignore it, you're going to continue to get it as opposed to just being like, hey, look, I noticed that in the last six months, you've messaged me 18 different times about this um, and I've ignored them all. And I just I want to let you know, I'm just not interested. I'm not interested in MLM. I'm anti MLM. If you have questions, I can help you. I still care about you as a friend. It's not personal, but I'm not interested. Not now. Not ever. No is a complete sentence. I wish you well. Thank you. And you're not going to get the messages from that person anymore. Sometimes you might, because people just don't get the hint. Sometimes you you, you still might. might. You might get a message like, uh, you're a hater. Right. Or when they switch companies, well, I'm doing this one now. And this one's different from that one. Yeah. Well, that one and it's so like, why are you having to jump ship? As much as we can educate on both ends of what not to say and what to say, I mean, it's still going to happen. We're still going to have all these exceptions of all of these things. Um, and again, well, and it's, it's, it's really a personal choice how you want to decide to answer these. I ignore some of them too. <laughs> I really I should just it. send them a link to my podcast now. You should, yeah. Well, it's hard though, because I do like the Pamper Chef products. I really honestly do. They're really good products. The markup on them is absolutely insane. I can tell you that like salt and pepper shakers being $60. I don't need a $60 pe- salt and pepper shaker. And I don't like fresh cracked salt. So now that you're on the other side of anti-MLM, um, 
how how are you enjoying this community as opposed to the Hun community that you were a part of before? It's hard because I still have a lot of people that I know that are in MLMs. Like I have my good friend that I was talking about. She's still in Pampered Chef. My brother's fiance is in Arbonne. And I did do the Arbonne with her. Spent the three, oh my God. It was like $300 for this whole kit thing that I didn't even do because I have no self-discipline with the ADD. Like, I have no discipline to do this shake shit every day and get up and make a shit. No, no, just, I don't, no. I didn't like the taste of it. It was gross. Nope. But she still does it. And she has invited me to all this stuff on Facebook and all these different things. I'm just like, yeah, sorry. I'm just not interested. And I've asked her, I'm like, if you could find that exact same product that wasn't Arbonne, would you, would you buy that instead? Yeah, but I just really found that I like the way this one tastes and I don't like the way other ones taste. So it's like, you don't, you didn't understand the question. If you could find this exact product that wasn't Arbonne, because you can find dupes of just about everything out there. I mean, the Pampered Chef stuff, I haven't found some tools that are as good as these, which sucks, but they're also, the markup on them, like I said, is so insane. It's so insane. So that's another thing you have to think about. Like you can get the same product that you love at a fraction of the cost, 90% of the time. When Unique had their mascara, the mood struck mascara, I was able to find it for $12 as opposed to the 30 that it was online. It just didn't have the stupid, you the why for the Unique. All it takes, like Google is your friend. When it comes to anything, Google is your friend. You can find everything on the internet. I promise. Absolutely. And in a lot of these anti-MLM groups and Facebook pages and things like that, there are dupe posts. Yeah. Um, and you can comment and say, look, I'm leaving Arbonne and I love their vanilla shake. I need an alternative. And you will get all kinds of people that were like, girl, I was with Arbonne too. I know what you mean. This one works. It's so close. I actually like it a little bit better. And it's 75% cheaper. Right. And there's no cult attached. Right. There's no scam. And it is culty. It is a cult. That's, I mean, I know it's hard for people to swallow that because we all think we're smarter than that. We're not going to get duped by a cult. And it is though, because we're all drink, we're all doing the same thing. We're all posting the same post. The verbiage is the same. We're saying the same thing to the customers. We're hosting the same parties. We're cooking the same recipes. Nothing about our business is different. I can make a tumbler and mine looks like this. Someone else can make this exact same tumbler and it's not going to look like this, but someone else is going to have 30 of the same spatulas that I'm trying to sell. There's nothing that makes it special to you. Sure. LuLaRoe has the limited edition leggings. You can only get so many prints, but I mean, even that, that gets old. People don't want to keep doing that. You know, like it's a flash in the pan. And people burned these out a few years ago when it came to all the Facebook parties. We burnt the shit out of them because there were so many of them every day. Everyone going live, all these sales, everything. It was insane. You couldn't get away from it. Yeah. And it really goes into that whole, like, just consumerism, Mm -hmm. right? Like, why do we need all of this stuff? All the time I look around my house and I'm like, do I really need all of this stuff? Yeah. And when you're in an MLM... 
you're just churning. You're just buying boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff. I see the Lula rooms. I see the Tupperware rooms. I see the paparazzi rooms. The paper you know? chef kitchens. The, the paper chef kitchens. Yeah. The prove it bookcases. Like I've seen them. We don't need it. No. You don't need it. You don't need to buy all this stuff to make money. You're not making any money if you've got a bookshelf full of drink mix. You're just not. Mm-hmm. There and you're are so make many products. With the ketones. They're, they even have real ketones. It's like a complete, absolute dupe of Prove It. And I believe it's owned by the same guy that owns Prove It. Yes. Like, this was like a, so wild. Was it doTERRA? Or there's another, there's one of the oil companies that they own the oil MLM. And they have another oil that is an MLM that they also own. So there's someone in one of these wellness companies that has doTERRA or one of these, one of them like that, but then has their own, like has a separate line that is an MLM and is cheaper and is the, I'm pretty sure it's the same product. I, I mean, there's dupes for everything. You just have to be willing to one, admit that you were wrong. That's the hardest part. Once you admit that, like once you admit, oh, I got duped. I mean, that's the first step of recovery. That's the hardest part. That's the hardest part. If you're in recovery, that's the first step is admitting you were wrong. You were powerless over your addiction. Your addiction could be shopping, MLMs, drugs, alcohol, sex. The addiction can be anything, but you're powerless over it. And if you sit there and say, no, I'm not. Well, if you're not powerless, then why are you still doing it? Like I said, my friend who made $2,000, you know, in a month selling Pampered Chef, and she's only making 25%. And I say only 25%. And people who are in Pampered Chef, what do you mean she's making 25%? Okay. And what's 25? And let's, let's multiply that by four. She could have made eight grand. Like, how, how right? does that make sense? Where's the logic in that? And I said that to her. I said, I wish you could find something that you're this passionate about, like you are about Pampered Chef that you could do that wasn't pampered chef and you weren't giving someone your but, money. But would she be that passionate about pampered chef without the cult telling her she should be? No, because she's in all these director programs where they're telling her how to sell the business. They don't tell you how to sell the product. When you go to these coffee meeting, coffee talk and team meetings and product launches and all this stuff, when they, they're not teaching you how to sell the product at all. I was never taught how to sell the product. No, it sells itself, anyone, Angie. I mean, honestly, some of the Pampered Chef stuff does, but right, that's what you're told. The, the, the product is going to sell itself. You need to sell the opportunity. The opportunity for what? To go fucking broke? I can do that without you. I can give Amazon all my money and go broke and get stuff in return. Stuff you want that's different from all the other stuff you bought. Right. That isn't the same apron as every other consultant has out there. Like, at least put our name on the apron for Christ's sake. How hard would it be to buy a fucking cricket or a cameo and just press someone's name on it before you send it out? Because they don't care. They don't. They really honestly don't. I mean, I know we say this a lot uh, on social media and on here. Like, when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe like, them. Believe them. Yeah. MLMs don't care about you. It's it's yeah. so evident in all the stories we tell here, all the education that we do, all of the proof of everything, showing people this is actual factual proof. And they say, 
it's so weird that like some people have those opinions. And I was like, it's not an opinion. This is a factual thing. It's not an opinion. Right. And I mean, I don't know any Target or Macy's or Amazon for that matter, when they have a new product release where they encourage everyone to have these big team meetings so everyone can ooh and ah over the new products and they can sit around a computer screen and look at them being released on a video that was pre-recorded, but they don't want anyone to watch until a certain time and everyone's watching at the same time. But tell me it's not a cult. That's like so funny. Like as I'm drinking out of my Target threshold mug, I'm imagining <laughs> a a manager of a Target sending out an email to everybody that works at his store saying, hey guys, we've got new threshold mugs coming out tomorrow. Hop on this Zoom so I can show you guys and you can place your pre-orders. But not until 6 p.m. Eastern time. Don't watch it early. We all have to watch it at the same time. That's the thing. Like what the fuck? Seriously? But like the sheep that we all were, we all ran around and went to the different uplines. Like my upline, my husband's aunt she held it at her cpa's office so we all went to the office there and she closed off the conference room and had snacks and people brought potlucks things that we all made with pampered chef and we were encouraged to bring people with us so we could you know show them the opportunity and they can get a sneak peek on the new products because what pampered chef does is every spring and every fall they release new products and they retire old products so you have to get all new catalogs and all new like seasonal stuff to give out. It's a fucking racket, dude. It's a racket. So we were encouraged to bring people. I brought someone to one of these um, product launches. My upline's upline tried to poach the person that I brought that I was sharing the opportunity with. She tried to get her to sign with her because I wasn't being persistent enough to get her to sign. Like I wasn't being super, super pushy because I had just met this chick a few weeks, a couple weeks ago. And I wasn't trying to be like, I just wanted to get to know you to give you the opportunity, but that's what it was seeming like. But I was actually trying to establish and have a relationship with, you know, a friendship with this person. And then I showed her Pampered Chef because she said she was interested when she saw that because I had asked me about Pampered Chef pin that I wore every day, everywhere I went. Because, you know, you have to put it out there. And what, am I going to carry a fucking pot and pan around with me and bang it around so people know I show up Pampered Chef? No. So I went on Etsy and bought the pin. So she asked me about it. She was interested. I brought her the team meeting. This upline tried to get her to sign with her because I wasn't getting her to sign right then that night. Um, she didn't end up signing with her. We stayed in contact. Then her and I fell out of contact. I found out later that the upline went to her like six months later and got her to sign up. I mean, I hope people are listening to this right now. And they are understanding why we say MLMs are predatory because like uh, targeted and pursued. And And when you didn't pursue her hard enough, she did. You were chastised for it. Yeah. This was the same upline that gave me her contact or her login information so that I could get my own parties. So she's then poaching possible recruits for me. How to make it make sense. They would also stack. They did stacking. I do remember that now that I'm talking about it. They would sign certain people up and they would sign them underneath me because they needed certain, they needed their legs to be set up certain ways. So I had people that signed up underneath me that had no intention on signing, on doing the business, but they were put underneath me and I was told to reach out to them and contact them. 
were you ever encouraged to make orders underneath yourself as like a fake person to like hit your ranks and things like that? Oh, my husband. Yeah. He was one of my best customers. Yeah. Absolutely. So your husband was your ghost account? Yeah. And you, you you know, I I don't know. A lot of people have more than one email address. So, you know, I have more than one email address. So that was also another way to do it. It's very easy. You can set up a brand new email address in like five minutes. And never look at it again. Yeah. My mom would place orders if I needed her to. Yeah. There was ways to pad it. And if you have like your supply order and like an item order, you can't order supplies and product together. You get a discount on supply or on product. And seasonally, you can buy like one of every of the new products at like 50% off as a consultant is like 40 or 50% off. So you can buy everything at a really discounted rate, but only one because they don't want you reselling them. They don't want you to buy everything at 50% off and then sell it full price and actually make money on this shit because God forbid you actually make money selling this stuff. Yeah, heaven forbid you're able to buy things at a discount and sell it to make profit. <laughs> and and let's be reasonable, let's be in, in fairness and in just all 100% here, what you get at your consultant cost, so like the 40 or 50% off, that's retail. What you're paying on Yeah, that's the, normal retail on pretty much any other website. Right, yeah. Like you can get a, the pressure cooker from Pampered Chef is $200 normal price you can get a pressure cooker for like a hundred bucks at the store i'm pretty sure that is does the same shit does all the same stuff as this one does doesn't do any for two hundred dollars you better cook my food for me so with pampered chef at whatever rank you're at level you're able to purchase at a discount to resell but within the first launch of a new product you are able to purchase it at a higher discount of 50 percent off for your own stock to then use as an example or right. to show how it shows. works. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But only one. Right. And how long do you have from the moment that it launches until you're, you're not able to buy it at the 50% discount anymore? I, I want to say it's like six months. So it's, it's, you have from when they release it to when they get ready to release the next new season stuff. And when they redo the next new season and they have the next new set of products, those replaced the previous ones okay and then once or twice a year you are able to go on and buy one of like everything up to 750 bucks or there's a certain cap but one of anything 50 percent off so you can just go on it's like every april maybe it's only once a year it's every april you can go on And it's like your anniversary or something like that. You get to go on and have a super, super deep discount up to a certain amount. And then they send it to you. Happy anniversary. Here's the opportunity to buy a bunch of stuff you don't need at a lower price that we were going to make you buy it at anyway. I mean, the amount of stuff that I've taken out of my cabinet that I've never touched that I just had to have is it's, it's kind of depressing at times when you really look at it, you're like, dude, why do I have all? Like just looking at the money behind it, the sunken cost value, like you talk about. And it's just, it makes you so many emotions all at one time. Yeah. Here's a really good exercise for everybody listening. Um, Think about all the money you've ever spent in an MLM, uh, whether it was you just purchasing to help out a friend or you hitting your rank or whatever, all the money that you've spent on an MLM. 
and find that total. If you have to estimate, estimate, and then look at that big, huge number and think, could my family use this money right now? Guaranteed the answer is going to be yes. No matter what the amount was. I remember the first year I did the taxes, my taxes. I think I, I earned something like five grand, which is impressive if you earn anything over $5. But I spent eight on the business. Like, okay, so I didn't, you didn't actually make anything. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. And people it's, get all excited about their career sales and they, oh, I'm at 15,000 career sales. You made 20% of that. How long did it take so, you to make $15,000? Yeah, how long it's it so take you to wild make, to me when people say, I'm a, I'm a lifetime six-figure earner. And I'm like, but like you're so not you a six-figure six earner. You didn't you make that. In someone else's pocket. Congratulations. Congratulations. I bet they really love you for that. Yeah. And what did they give you? A pin? A watch? Oh, they let you pay for your own vacation, right? A That's tank what it top was. that says yeah. beach body or right. paparazzi or pampered chef apron. Like it's all bullshit trinkets and baubles that cost them nothing because they bought it in bulk being like, right. hey, this is the first From stupid night that all these people are going to work for. Everybody gets an apron just buy a million of them. You know what I mean? Like it's pure insanity that what we do, the hoops we jump through to be tagged in a Facebook group that doesn't matter to get some sort of exclusive something that doesn't matter outside of the cult at all. Only people in the cult will see that gold watch and go, or that tank top and be like, or the bag you get on the cruise and be like, only people in the MLM will feel that way. Everyone outside of the MLM is like, it's a beach bag. Like, I don't, I don't get it. What you did what to get that? You know, they have like similar bags at Ross, like right now for like $19. Who are looking at them like, yeah, I know what you had to go through to get that. I wouldn't be proud of myself. <laughs> like I wouldn't be bragging right? about that right now. No. Yeah. 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 People outside of the MLM are like, I know exactly what you had to do to get that. You shouldn't be proud. And the people that are inside the MLM that don't have that prize yet are like, oh my God, I can't wait till I can make a post sharing about when I get it because they don't like, understand it either. Like when you're in the cult and you're doing, and you're in the Facebook post and you're posting on Facebook saying, I've been challenged to sell 10 of these today. I'm going to let everyone who is still part, like who's on the outside of the MLMs who doesn't know this, no one was actually challenged. Someone shared a Facebook post in some fucking team group that said, hey guys, look at the post I found. Do this on your page and let me know how many you sell. No one actually challenged them. They just said, hey, try this out to sell more. Though no one was ever actually challenged to sell this shit. You know who challenged them? Themselves. Because they want money. They want your money. They don't, as much as the MLMs don't give a shit about us, I'm sorry. We don't give a shit about our customers when we're in the MLMs. Because if we gave a shit about our customers, we wouldn't be selling them this shit. We wouldn't be trying to get them to join. We wouldn't be, all this fucking language, the no, not now, the no, not ever. All We wouldn't be repeating all this shit. We're doing the same shit that's being done to us. Yeah, you wouldn't be saying on a live, uh, apparently this tested for lead and mercury, but I don't care. And I'm selling it anyway. I am so just not like, I mean, yeah, Pampered Chef, it's, 
it's very innocuous. It's very safe because it's cookware. We all cook. And that's what they're, that's another thing we're told to ask people. Well, you cook, don't you? So you need Pampered Chef. Well, you have a kitchen, right? Well, you have a microwave, don't you? Well, then this, this works for your lifestyle. Oh my God. LuLaRoe's like, you wear clothes, don't you? People need to wear pants, right? But do they have to be $25 pair of legging pants? I mean, that's... Does it need to be an $80 deep dish pie plate that I'm probably never going to use? I, that's one of the ones I use all the time too, though. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I I do use some of my pamper stuff pretty frequently. My manual food processor, I use that to chop onions probably daily. And I have two of them because I loved it so much. Like I, there were certain things that I really, really did like when I was doing it. So I got them. Looking you know, back that's, now, a, I mean, that's a great point though, right? Like there, like we said in the beginning, there are legitimate products. And yeah. here's the other thing, just because you left your MLM doesn't mean you have to disassociate with everything that you purchased while you were in. If you use that pie plate, keep the yeah. pie plate. If right. you've got a bunch like, of junk, you're never using it, still has the tags on it, donate it, sell it, whatever, as long as it's safe. Okay. Don't sell dangerous things. But if you're not using it, get rid of it. If you do use it, then use it. If that pie plate right. breaks and you're like, no, then guess what? You get the opportunity to now go out and find a better pie plate. That isn't. And they have shot. other deep dish pie plates. Yeah. Like I, my mom has said three of them for Christmas that were really actually kind of nice. I liked them more than mine because they can go in the dishwasher and I can't put this one in the dishwasher. So like, well, shit. So there, you know, there are upsides to it. Yeah. And, and so it's like when that pie plate breaks or whatever, you'll get to replace it. You don't have to get rid of stuff. I have a Scentsy warmer that I paid like $50 for. It's the most I have the warmer, thing. but I won't use the warm. The I won't waxer. use the wax, but the warmer and, works just yeah. fine. So why yeah. would I and throw away something that works and replace it with something else that works and throw money away, create more right. waste, create more consumerism that's unnecessary? Why? And you can why create a bigger Etsy. footprint? And you can go on Etsy or Shopify or any other private site and find someone who makes these that are actually naturally based that won't cause your kids to have allergies because my son's allergies I noticed were worse when I had the Scentsy waxes. And when oh I use God. not Scentsy, I, he doesn't have a reaction. So yes, it was so fragrant heavy. It would give me a headache. Yeah. Yeah. Some of like just sitting in the drawer, all the stuff in the drawer would be permeated with the smell yes. of the Scentsy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It oh was my bad. God. I got rid of it. We had this Scentsy in our junk drawer with like candies, like, you know, mints and things like that. Like all these different candies. The mints were gross after that. You couldn't eat them. No, you could not. Everything in that drawer smelled like my dear Watson. Yeah. I think the drawer still smells like it. It was horrible. The buffet out there, one of the cabinets smells like it. I had to throw a box away. I was just like, oh, this box is just, I don't care anymore. Yeah. No, it was bad. But but Use the stuff what that works, you needed, replace what doesn't. You needed to be super smelly in a small space didn't freaking work. The car stuff didn't smell up the car for more than five minutes. Like the stuff you needed to be super fragrant and stinky didn't freaking work. But the stuff you wanted to be like slow releasing and and taper in time, no, we'll give it to you all right now. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. when I mean, I remember before I did Pampered Chef. A friend had posted on Facebook that she was working from home. Contact me if you want more about, want to know more information about the opportunity. And this is before I realized that's how they get you. So I messaged her. And of course, it's this whole spiel. And she was doing Melaleuca. Oh, Melaleuca likes to say they're not an MLM. But I'm going to tell you right now that Melaleuca is 100% an MLM. 
and one of the oldest and possibly one of the scammiest and shadiest because they like to say they're not an MLM when they are. It was actually kind of funny. So I joined because she used guilt, like guilt me into join. And I was just like, well, shit, I can't say no, I don't want to join now. It's like, well, fuck, if I say no, I'm an asshole. So I said, yes, she got her upline on the phone and they asked me what my why was. Well, what's your why for joining? Because this bitch just guilted me into it. That's my why. But of course I can't say that because then I'll be the asshole again. So I say, well, my kids are going to eventually be the ones helping me clean the house. So I want to have safe chemicals for them to use. They both said, oh, okay. Her upline said, you can go now, Angie, Patricia, we need to speak. And it just made me feel like, well, okay, I just said something wrong. <laughs> right when we hung up, I then called Mela Luca's 800 number and told him I needed to cancel because I had already paid. So I needed to cancel like my membership and get the refund. So with within five minutes of me joining, I canceled because of that wow. one phone call, because of that one interaction, because her making me feel like a child, like I said something wrong. And because I was guilted into it and I didn't want to fucking do it. But during that call, they, this is, a, this is everyone who says Melaleuca isn't an MLM. You're required to have a minimum monthly purchase with Melaleuca. So they asked me, well, can you commit to buying a hundred dollars worth of cleaning products a month? Okay. I thought at that, at that moment in time, I was like, shit, I must not be cleaning my house enough. If I'm not buying a hundred dollars, I need to buy a hundred dollars worth. Of, I, I thought I was doing something all wrong. Like. Uh, I, I must not be cleaning my house enough if I'm not buying $100 worth of cleaning products. And isn't there uh, stuff guess. like super concentrated so it lasts, or yeah. should last even longer? Yeah. You're spending $1,200 a year on cleaning supplies that's four times concentrated? Yeah. What? Some, it was it was crazy, something like that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, no, I can't do that. And that's the same thing with Pampered Chef. To stay active, you have to have $100, $150 in sales on your website a month. And then I don't you know, know how that. people can hear these things and still defend these companies and still tell me that they're not pyramid schemes and they're not cults and they're not dangerous predatory organizations. I, it doesn't make sense. It really, it honestly doesn't make sense. It doesn't because even when I was in it, I knew it. I knew it was an MLM. I called it an MLM. I called it direct sales. Because that's exactly what it is. So people saying this isn't an MLM. It literally is the definition of an MLM. If you Google is Pampered Chef an MLM. If you Google anything is any an MLM, it'll come up as yes, it's an MLM. 90% of the shit that people are shilling on Facebook nowadays, the companies, I have, I know people doing the life insurance. Family first. I, I don't remember what company it was. There's a couple of them out there actually. And I just ignore them all. It's actually interesting. At one point in time, I was talking to my friend who's still in Pampered Chef. And so when we started Pampered Chef, not a lot of people were doing live demos. And that's what we started. Well, that's what I kind of started doing. And then she started doing them as well. And we started a Facebook group teaching people how to do this, like setting up their cameras, all the different stuff. And at one point, we even said to each other, you know, we can create an MLM of our own. So at one point in time, we batted around the idea of creating our own MLM, like having like, I don't know how it would have worked. But looking back now, like, no, that was, no, no, no. I mean, the people that make the most money are the ones at the top. And I have lots of confirmation in my emails and my messages that most MLN CEOs are customer number one. Right. How do you think? So not only are they getting like the CEO 
salary and like the benefits of the the company, but they're also pyramid number one. So they're getting your commission and all of your, it's all trickling up to them. So they're, they're getting that too. No wonder they're telling you to join and buy and things because it's, it, it benefits them double at this point. Right. And even if they're not customers, they're still raking in the money hand over fist. I mean, during COVID, it was so predatory, the amount of people that try to get people to join um, different MLMs. I remember my son joined or started TK. I started talking to a mom and, you know, first few days of school. And she's like, yeah, I'm looking for a job. I offered her Pampered Chef. Oh yeah, Pam- I, I have an opportunity. And I gave her a catalog and everything. And she came back and she said, oh yeah, no, my husband said I have to get a real job. <laughs> uh, dagger in my heart. What do you mean a real job? This is a real job. Yeah, a really fake one. I mean, it is a real job in terms of you're doing real work. You're, yeah. you're doing all of this stuff that's real. The only thing that's not real is the opportunity. The opportunity is the cold. The money. So the if, money. if you can do all of the stuff that is required of you in an MLM, if you just take the cult out and actually, you know, get a resale license, go and, and get all of this stuff, you could then buy true wholesale and have a real business. You already know how to run it. You already know how to hustle. You already know how to do all of this stuff that is required of you to be successful in any number of other things. And that's the MLM you, that is the problem. And I had to work harder in an MLM that I have to my own business as far as marketing. And it's like, I had to spend more time on the computer doing that stuff for Pampered Chef. I mean, I probably could spend more time in my own business, but that's a whole other story. Um, You know, like, and even if, so maybe selling isn't your passion. Having your own company isn't your passion. Imagine putting this much dedication into a job somewhere else. How high can you get in the ranks? How fast would you just, would you get promoted? And you would get bonuses that you actually see that are monetary in your hand that actually benefit you, that are raises in your paycheck, not raises in your commission for three weeks where you get a 31% commission for three weeks. And then the first of the month, you're back down to 20% because that's how these companies work. Once you hit 31%, you're not sticking at 31%. You have to reset every month and get your shit back up there. I know if someone works at Target, if they get a raise, it doesn't reset the next month. They don't go back down to what they started when the next payroll time hits. No, they keep that bonus. If you get a promotion at work to a new level, you keep that level until you are demoted or you quit. You don't lose it because you didn't sell enough this month. That's not how any legitimate company works at all. Like we said, you earn a commission, but you're also paid an hourly salary on top of that to help you live your life. These companies don't care. They don't. They don't. There's no other way to go around it. Absolutely not. Even when I was like a hairstylist and working on commission, I made 65%. Yeah, you're going to make a decent amount of money when you're if you're working on just a commission salary. You're you're going to be making more than twenty percent if it's just commission based. If there's no hourly attached to it, you're going to be making more than that. You are, or you're selling fucking houses and you're making three percent, but you're getting a lot more because the house is worth three hundred thousand dollars. You know, like everything balances out except MLMs. Everything is logical and makes sense except MLMs direct selling whatever label you want to slap on it that's not pyramid scheme it's all a pyramid scheme like you know if it like you said if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck it's a fucking duck quack quack means duck like there's that's quack that's quack it. motherfucker i mean that's that's what it comes down to 
you know, we're it's absolutely true. I actually have um, a guest coming up. We haven't booked yet, but, and she is going to come on and share with us all kinds of legitimate non MLM work from home opportunities. So you guys actually will have more answers when you say, okay, I quit my MLM. Now what? You know, like we are going to help you in as many ways as we possibly can. MLM is the problem. I meet incredible, beautiful, strong, badass women like you every single day, Angie. And I know if you can do it and I can do it, that somebody out there listening right now can do it too. Yeah. You know, I put in so many hours on this podcast and it's still less than I did with LuLaRoe. And I was in the salon this morning before we talked. So you know what I mean? Like I have so much time freedom in my life now without the MLM. Yeah. Like if, if I want, if I want to take a day where I just lay in bed and I don't do anything, I can do that and not feel bad that I'm not working on images or graphics or I'm not posting in my VIP group to make them feel special and playing a stupid game with them, you know, like, or I'm not running four different Facebook parties and making sure they're all running and I'm commenting back to everyone and replying and like, no, that's just, that's, that's not pamper stuff doesn't work for me because I can't respond to all these fucking comments asking, what does this do? How much does this go? No, no. You're incredible. I am, I'm so happy that you messaged me. We got you on the show. I'm so excited um, that we were able to connect. You are incredible. Um, please, before we hit these rapid fire questions, tell everybody where they can find you on social media and how they can buy your tumblers and, and fancy things. Um, well, I started, so I love the Golden Girls. Like I've loved them for as long as I can remember. This has been a rough week. I've cried so many times this week for oh someone God, I've yes. never met in my life, but like, I felt like I lost my best friend when Betty White died. Oh, it was awful. But so my company, I actually named after the Golden Girls. It's Shady Pines Designs. Oh I, my God. I, I love the Golden Girls. I'm telling you, I love the Golden Girls. I'm not lying. So it's Shady Pines Designs. On Etsy, because they're jerks, I have to be Shady Pines Designs by A. So it's just by A for A for Angie. Um, but I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and I'm on TikTok also. Um and yeah, that's what I do. I make shirts, tumblers, peach. I make all sorts of stuff, custom orders, bulk orders, all that kind of stuff. I get to play with glitter. I have a wall of glitter. I'm going to show you. I literally have a wall of glitter. Oh my God, you guys. She has like floor to ceiling little, like a little mini bookcase with so many glitters. I'm so jealous. Like I built those bookcases because I needed shelves for my glitter. So I had my husband help me during COVID when he was off of work and we built those shelves. I have thousands of dollars of glitter. It's kind of a problem. Yeah. I love it. I love but it. That's what I do. It's that's incredible. I'm going to need to order some stuff from you. I also love the golden girls and Betty white passing. Um, I took the day off. I was, <laughs> I was heartbroken. Ironically, I was making a cheesecake when my friend messaged me and told me, cause I hadn't really been on Facebook. You know, it was new year's Eve. I was just getting appetizers and food ready to hang out with the family. And I was in the middle of getting my cheesecake put in the oven and I got a Facebook message and I looked at it and yeah, it was like a two hour session at that point. And then everyone kept messaging me and TikTok killed me with all their videos, but you know, she had a really, really good life. And if we can all live half as long as she did and as happy as she did and you know, Hey, she was a good lady. No scandal. Yeah, she was a good one for sure. 
you know, there's no scandals about her at all. So if we could all, uh, yeah, that would never And if you guys want to see a really beautiful Betty White tribute, um, our friend Mallory, the uh, I Don't Want No Huns, sang it. She has a beautiful voice and she did a TikTok video. I will throw that in the show show notes because it was it was beautiful so there is one guy i have to shout out on instagram he or on um, etsy josh dunbar he does these renditions of the golden girls oh my god they are so stunning and so outstanding everyone should go check him out if they get a chance i i just i can't get over how great his stuff is and so yes i'm a golden girls fan and that's that's what i did that's amazing. All right. So let's get to the nitty gritty here. I got yeah. some questions for you. You know, instead of rapid fire, you should call them think fast. <laughs> no, they're definitely not rapid. No, at they're not. All. <laughs> One word that encompasses how you feel about multi level marketing incestuous. A warning or a piece of advice to somebody who is on the fence and thinking about joining. Not all things evil look bad. So things can have a nice picture on them, like a nice, you know, pampered chef, a nice pan. Color Street has the nice nails. It can look pretty, but still not be all that great. You know, evil doesn't have to look bad. What is the worst MLM in your opinion? From my experience, it would have to be Monate, Monat, Monat, Monate, whatever the hell they want to, whatever they want to call themselves, Alcora. They're the worst. Absolutely. I agree with you there too. They're, they're in my top five. Hardest yeah. lesson that you learned while in multi-level marketing? It's all a scam. It's You're not working for yourself. It's not your business at all. Because if it was your business, you wouldn't have to sign terms and conditions if it was your business. You wouldn't also have to worry about getting a letter from compliance in your email after you do something that the company thinks is not okay, even though it probably is totally fine. I don't know if people realize that when they sign up on for Pampered Chef in the terms and conditions in your consultant agreement, there is actually, you can't say any disparaging remarks about Pampered Chef orally on Facebook in writing. It says it. It says, literally, it says orally. So you can't say it someone, Pampered Chef has bad products or I don't like their business. You can't talk bad about them. Jesus. Um, and then what is the positive takeaway from your time in multi-level marketing? We're capable of doing whatever we put our minds and whatever you put yourself into, you're capable of doing. Whether you want to work for a corporation and climb that corporate ladder, you could, I mean, if you could do it in Pampered Chef or LuLaRoe or Melaleuca or any of those other companies, imagine what you could do in a real, in a real company where you get 100% of your earnings and you're not giving someone 80% of it or 70% or even 50% because I know with Lula, you know, Lula, you guys make more. But even giving 50% of your commission away, that's just, it's asinine. It doesn't make sense unless you're renting a salon chair or you're, you know, you're doing something legitimate. You're renting an office space. Yeah, you're going to be giving your commission away then, but you're getting something for it. So just invest in yourself. That's, that's a better lesson. Invest in yourself. Don't invest in these MLMs. Invest in yourself. Absolutely. I'm, this year is going to be all about learning how to invest in ourselves, learning how to give ourselves that self-love that we really need, learning how to leave the toxicity behind 
and to just be better every day. Uh, thank you so much, Angie, for coming on the thank show. You. I'm so glad we got to connect. You are wonderful. Um, I hope everybody checks out your stuff and, and places some orders. I'm going to talk to you about an idea I had in the middle of, of our interview, um, <laughs> but I have some big ideas. Thank you again so, so, so much. Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And follow us on social media at Life After MLM Podcast and my advocacy at The Real Roberta Blevins. You can find all of the links to the social accounts in our show notes. And if you just listened to that incredible story and you thought, oh my God, I have a story just like that that needs to be told, hit me up, therealrobertablevins at gmail.com. I would love to have you on the show to share your story and start your journey in life after MLM. See you next time, Hans.